Hey, finance folk. Welcome back to the EU Finance Podcast. My name is Aidas Polobinskas, and today we're going to talk about bonds. Green bonds. A couple, three, four years ago here in DG FISMA, which is what I like to call the Ministry of Finance of the European Union, we made a really cool video about sustainable finance, or what others call green finance. Basically, it was about a guy who's got an environmentally sustainable life. The electric car, the eco-clothing, the organic food, etc, etc. But for some reason, he's surrounded by horrible black smoke like a Death Eater from Harry Potter. Turns out, the smoke is coming out of his wallet. His money isn't eco, it's dirty. The point is, we seem to forget that one of the most important things we can do to create and effect change is with our wallets, with our money. The EU is arguably the most important green market in the world, so it's got serious impact. What is it going to do to help us to be greener financially? I've asked Axel Fogner, the European Commission's undisputed expert on the European Green Bond Standard, to help me out on that question. Greetings, Axel. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Ines. Thank you. I'm glad you're here because I want to talk about green bonds. What are green bonds? Okay, so a green bond um, is a type of bond, and uh, a bond uh, is a way for companies or a public entity, such as a a country or something smaller like a local government, to borrow money, typically large amounts of money uh, on capital markets. Okay. Um, What makes a a bond green? What makes it green is that uh, compared to conventional bonds, the issuer of the green bond, uh, the company or the country, is committing to spending all the money that they raise from selling the bond on projects that are good for the environment. So that could be many different things, uh, renewable energy, uh, could be energy efficiency measures like uh, insulation, heating project, uh, new housing, mm-hmm. uh, renewable or sustainable transport solutions like electric vehicles, batteries, etc. cetera. Uh, many different things. All the things that uh, our economy needs to transition towards a more sustainable, climate-friendly model. So basically, it's, it's, it's companies borrow, or companies and countries or whatever borrowing money like they would with any normal bond, but that they're going to spend all that money on being friendly to the earth and doing green stuff and climate-friendly uh, stuff. And um, so if, 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 if people are investing in those bonds, they know where that money is going. It's going for climate-friendly stuff, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. So before the issuer uh, issues the bond, they will publicly announce what kind of projects they want to spend the money on, what kind of green projects. And uh, that allows investors uh, later to hold them to account. So uh, it's actually uh, a win-win situation for both issuers and investors. For investors, it's great because they know that their money is making a positive contribution to the environment. And uh, they also uh, get some reassurance that the, the company they're investing in, for example, is taking climate change seriously mm-hmm. and is aware of the, the risks of climate change. For the issuer, it's also great because they get uh, what we call a reputational boost. I mean, mm-hmm. they get to show uh, concretely investors what they're doing to uh, tackle climate change. And yeah. uh, there's even some research showing that uh, in certain cases, investors are willing to pay more for a green bond for this reason. So, so they already exist. I mean, like I'm, we've, we've heard about, about that and the way you're talking about it, it's clear that they already exist and that people are already doing this. I, I read recently that uh, there was an agreement between um, Parliament and the Council that they're moving, finally moving forward on 
on uh, the EU green bonds. What's what's new about this? What's special about the, the, the commission's proposal or about EU green bonds? Yeah, no, it's true. They, they already exist, even though they're a relatively new type of assets. So actually only about 16 years ago, the European Investment Bank issued the first green bond here in Europe. Mm-hmm. But since then, they've grown phenomenally. So now we're at about uh, 2 trillion euro of uh, cumulative issuance. So everything nice. that's been issued so far. Yeah. And uh, last year, for example, was a bad year for bonds in general, mm-hmm. but a good year for green bonds. So, you know, it seems like the trend is continuing. The question is, where is this trend going, right? Mm -hmm. If investors are taking companies uh, at their word and investing money in the green bonds, then they need to be sure that the actual projects are green. Mm -hmm. And today, one of the things that we see in the market is that there's many different definitions of what is green. Mm -hmm. So this is uh, what the European green bond standard is, is all about. European green bond standard is a standard. It is a set of rules that you follow. And in return, you get to call your bond a European green bond. Mm. It's not uh, ready yet. We're still uh, working on finalizing the standard, but we recently reached a a political deal here in the EU. So Mm. it's coming soon. And the most important rule that uh, issuers of European green bonds will have to follow is that they'll have to allocate all the money that they raise from the bond to projects that are aligned with the EU taxonomy. Mm Let me just explain quickly the EU taxonomy. Yeah, because it's a big word and people, it sounds like a zoo or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what it is, it's a, it's a really uh, long and, and detailed list of all the economic activities that are considered to be green hmm, or right. sustainable, right? So we know today that uh, we need renewable energy. We need um, electric vehicles, for example, to tackle climate change. Um, but how exactly should they be, um, should we know that, um, for example, energy is renewable? Mm-hmm. How exactly can we know that uh, a building or a house is green enough to mm-hmm. be considered green? And in this case, to, you know, to get investments from the European Green Bond Standard. Mm-hmm. Taxonomy tells us that. Okay. So if, if I understand correctly, um, what we're talking about here isn't specifically European Union green bonds, but rather the rule that the commission is is laying down so that others can basically market their bonds as being as meeting the green standards that the commission has laid down right yeah okay that's exactly it but when you say maybe when you say rules what i would rather say is it's a voluntary standard Mm -hmm. so today in the market you have standards that explain that if you want to issue a green bond you need to spend the money on green projects you need to disclose to investors and to the world, basically publish documents showing how you're spending the money. And then you also need to get a company known as an external reviewer to come and check that you've done all this properly and that your projects are good for the environment. So these are standards that the market is applying voluntarily. Because like I said, green bonds are a win-win situation. We don't have to force anyone to issue green bonds. They do it voluntarily. Okay. You, you, you mentioned uh, forcing... Uh, not forcing anybody to issue them. That's the question. Who can issue these EU uh, green bonds? Is it going to be the commission or is it going to be the council or parliament? I mean, who's issuing? Any company that is issuing or any public entity like a government or a local government that is issuing conventional bonds can also issue green bonds and European green bonds, provided that they abide by the rules of those standards. Mm -hmm. So in our European green bond standard, uh, we have set quite 
ambitious rules, quite strict rules, you could call them, because we really want to make sure that the money is spent on projects that are truly green and beneficial to the climate. So anyone, any bond issuer that uh, follows that rule and that uh, follows the other rules we have in the standard mm -hmm. uh, about how to properly disclose this information to investors, um, how to properly get it checked by a, a company called external reviewer, as I mentioned, can use this standard. Okay. okay, so now we know who can issue them. It's pretty much anybody, any company, anybody who can issue a normal bond can issue issue these bonds yeah. if they if they're if they're playing by by the rules and and disclose it. So there's there's a, a transparency aspect to this, obviously. Um, so who can buy them? I mean, who's who's the purchaser? Right. So purchasers of bonds are for the most part large financial institutions mm -hmm. like asset managers, banks, pension funds. Uh, bonds are typically uh, quite um, large mm -hmm. in, in value. They're quite expensive. So it's someone that has a, a lot of money to invest. Mm -hmm. But of course, if you're an asset manager, you're investing, you're buying the bond, then you're putting that bond into a fund mm -hmm. or another product that you're selling to normal people like you and I, mm -hmm. who are just investing our savings. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, the green bond ends up in the portfolios of uh, or the investment portfolios of of uh, people like you and me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically, when when um, I'm whenever I have a little bit of extra money left over at the end of the month, and I decide to put some money into my kids' uh, um, future college funds, um, I, I I tend to, to to look at stuff that has um, a positive impact on on climate or on 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 the earth or whatever. So. Can I expect that my fund manager is going to start marketing EU green bond standard based bonds to me? Yeah, hopefully in the in the future, mm -hmm. right? When this standard uh, gets uh, properly up and running, uh, and I think that um, there's a demand for ambitious standards uh, in finance in general. Mm -hmm. Investors want to know that their money is being spent to address the actual challenges that we face with climate change. Mm -hmm. So. The European Green Bond Standard helps to do that, helps to give investors that information. So if investors are asking for it, then yes, I think uh, asset managers will start offering that. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to ask my bank to, to, to start telling me which ones, which of the funds are, are, are in accordance with the EU GBS. Um, you mentioned earlier, um, what was the, I don't even remember the word already, but these, the, the ones who, who look at the funds or, or look at the bonds and uh, control essentially whether whether they meet the stand. Who who who's that? And are they going to be able to guarantee that people aren't greenwashing, that they aren't lying about uh, uh, their bond going towards green projects? Yeah. So that's uh, that's one of the important uh, new things about the European Green Bond Standard is that we already. I mean, so we already know that there are there's already companies out there who are offering to check that. Uh, companies issuing green bonds are doing it properly and that the money is spent on green projects. Mm -hmm. But they have very different ways of doing that check. So what we've done is that we've said, okay, uh, from now on, if someone wants to use the European green bond standard, then they have to get their bond checked by an external reviewer that's supervised and that's registered with uh, ESMA, which is the European Securities Markets Authority mm -hmm. so here in Europe. And that's a way to make sure that the external reviewers, these companies have the proper expertise, proper skills, that they're uh, managed in a way that makes them, makes their opinion truly independent, mm -hmm. so they're not influenced by anyone. And it also, you know, why is it important that they have the necessary skills? Well, it's because they will be checking the, the bond 
projects up against this taxonomy that I mentioned, mm-hmm. which is quite a detailed set of rules and it needs to be done properly. Got it. Okay. And um, this is going to lead up to my, my uh, last question, which is, and it's always the same question for everybody is, uh, when? When I, I, I know I read uh, the press release that uh, there was a recent agreement, which I mentioned earlier, which means that now it's essentially out of the hands of the commission and it's going to the parliament and to the, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, how long is this going to take? When is my bank going to tell me that they are in compliance with the EU GBS? I was just laughing when you said it's out of the hands of the commission because unfortunately the work is still not done. Uh, so especially the, the the parliament and the member states and the council are still you know putting the the finishing touches on this to make sure that the standard is um, fully usable, mm-hmm. workable, legally sound. That's very important because you know once it's once it's out, it's out. And um, I think that it's difficult to say exactly when it will be ready. But uh, what I, I can tell you is that once the final text is adopted by mm-hmm. the EU, then there'll be a one-year period. Okay. And after that, issuers can start to issue their bonds according to the standard if they want. At the beginning, we'll probably see quite low take-up. It's something, it's something that's going to, have to, um, it's going to have to increase gradually mm-hmm. as people realize, okay, the standard is here and that they want to use it. But it's, it, it's probably sooner rather than later would be a valid answer, right? Sure. We're, we're doing all the work on this uh, now over the next few months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with a few months and then the one right. year application period after that, it okay. should be ready. Well, Axel, thank you so much for coming and uh, chatting to me about this. I definitely have a much better understanding um, about how the commission and how the EU are going to um, help us um, invest more responsibly. and. Um, how the market, the financial financial markets are 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 going to be able to use this tool because that's what I'm looking at at this as 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 a, a tool that the that the European Union is giving to the financial markets to help us invest better. So thank you very much for for coming in and chatting. Thank you, my pleasure. Okay, clearly green bonds are an effective way for private and institutional investors to support the transition to a climate neutral economy. They're clearly growing in popularity and point the way to a greener future for finance. Despite a really turbulent 2022 for the markets, issuance of green bonds in Europe grew by 10%. Europe has a leadership position in sustainable finance, and it looks like it's going to maintain that position. For that, the EU needs dedicated tools to guide bond investors into high-quality green investments and to compensate for the limitations of market-based standards. So, the Commission came up with this voluntary European Green Bond Standard, the EUGBS. It will be available to companies and to public entities that wish to raise funds on the capital markets to finance green investments. That means that we will be able to help the Earth by investing money into companies that are doing things that might help save the Earth. And if things go right, we'll make some money doing that. Sounds good to me. That's all for today. Do please tell others about this podcast. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Until next time. Bye. Bye.